Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 183. This one will probably be pretty short. I only have a couple of free iPhone games I've very briefly sort of previewed. The first one is Balderdash, which is a remake of a very old Atari game. And the next one is The Bot Squad. And that's all I have for you this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. As I said in the intro, I've only very briefly looked at this game. It is called Balderdash. It is a remake of an old game I know was on the Atari. I don't know if it was on other systems. It is free to play. Basically, it's sort of an action puzzle game, I guess you could call it. There is an area of sort of dirt that your character enters into, kind of like a miner, and he will move around the screen sort of in a grid, like one square at a time, basically. And you are looking to collect a certain number of gems to get to the exit and leave the level. But there are some hazards in the way. There are some boulders, which can fall and crush you if you uncover dirt in the wrong way. There are other hazards, such as creatures, which might kill you on contact, or like a butterfly, it will explode. Like I said, I only got a very brief preview of it, so I've only played through like the first half dozen levels or so. It seems like a very faithful recreation of the original if you actually got a chance to play it. If you haven't, it's probably going to be something kind of new. There aren't a whole lot of modern games that are similar to this in design. It was sort of one of the early kind of combination platform puzzler kind of games. And really, since that time, puzzler games have gone far more puzzle-oriented. And so it's kind of not something you see very much of these days. It's free to play, so it's worth a look if you haven't played that kind of game before and might want to check it out. My big complaint about it, though, is I really hate virtual sticks. And it's kind of a unavoidable thing. There aren't really any mainstream controllers for iOS devices that are cost-effective, I guess you could say. I know there are a few out there, but they're like, you know, 75 or 100 bucks, which is just absolutely ridiculous. So I really don't like the control scheme, but like I said, it's kind of unavoidable because you are moving in a grid, so you're moving sort of four directions. And as always for iOS games of this nature, I really kind of don't like that kind of control scheme because even if you had standard buttons, you're going to be blocking a good portion of the screen. So it seems to be kind of fighting itself in terms of controls. But again, that's kind of unavoidable, and I suppose people who are more used to that might not be quite bothered by it as much. Having played through the original, I do quite like how faithful it is to the original in terms of reproducing it in sort of a new school way. It's free to play, so you may as well try it if it looks interesting. There is a sort of unlock and purchase system. I'm pretty sure it's all cosmetic stuff from what I saw, though. 
I saw a bunch of characters you could buy, which really don't have any impact on the game at all. And you could buy some other stuff, but I forget what it was. I, I think it might be if you die, you can continue if you use a special coin type thing. And you can, of course, get more of those. But it seemed like a free-to-play game that didn't limit you in terms of how much you could play. Like I said, I did like what I saw so far, but it was a very brief preview. But it's free-to-play, so check it out if it seems like something you might be interested in. The Bot Squad is a second game I've picked up. If I recall, it is for iOS and Android. It is kind of a very interesting twist on the tower defense genre because it is not only a combination of tower defense and offense, but it's also done in a way where it's sort of more a puzzle than it is sort of set up all your towers and smash all the things. I mean, yes, you want to do that, but... As example, I've played maybe a dozen or so levels, and pretty much it's only you have one bot, and you're trying to get it through this small maze, I guess you could call it. It's it's not really a terribly confusing maze. It's pretty much obvious which path you want to take. But you take your one bot, and you get to the end zone, as it were, and then it's over. It's not like a traditional tower defense where you've got you know 10 waves of 15 guys each. It's just the one guy going through once. So that's where the puzzle aspect comes in, because if you go the wrong way, you can get beat up by the towers. And in later levels that I played, you will start with two bots, and they'll go down different paths, and you'll have to use one bot to sort of clear a obstacle so the other bot can get through. So it's more of a puzzler than it is sort of a traditional tower defense As I said, there's also an offensive aspect to it. Although, thinking about it, I suppose it's kind of reverse of most of them in that mostly it is offense because you're trying to get your bot through to the enemy base. So I guess uh, the offense is the section I just talked about. And so the defensive side is that it kind of flips everything around. You place your defensive turrets and then the enemy AI will try and get through and get to your core, and if they get there, however many bots through, then you lose. And there don't seem to be as many of these levels as sort of the attacking levels. Again, I've only played like a dozen or so levels. But these did kind of ramp up a lot quicker. There were a few levels in the beginning that were just one or two bad guy bots, but then it very quickly got up to, I think like five bots was the highest number. So it's a really interesting mix of sort of figuring out the puzzle of the level and, you know, playing an offensive level and then playing a defensive level. So it's got a very interesting mix to it. The controls are very easy to use. You sort of click on your bot and mark the path you want it to go. You can pause at any time and change that path. So it's very easy to control your bots. You can zoom in and out of the level 
enough. I I haven't experimented with how much you could zoom in or out, but I always had no problem at all seeing the level and what I wanted to see. My only real complaint about the game is that it is a energy-based real-time game, so it's got that annoying factor of it only is going to let you play a certain number of times, and then you're going to have to stop and wait you know, a real-world amount of time for that to recover. As well as when you upgrade a bot, it has a real-world time in terms of how long it will take to activate that upgrade. Or, you know, you have to use the special in-game money gem things, which you only get, you know, a couple free to start. So very quickly, within that first half hour or so I played, I didn't run out of amount that I could play. I could still play a few more levels. But I could very easily see it running into a problem of, you know, getting to the point where I'm only going to be able to play like half an hour and then I have to wait a day. And I really, really don't like games that tell you when to play instead of you telling the game you want to play. I don't like those kind of limitations. But like I said, I have only played about half an hour. It is free to play, so it might be worth looking at if you are into tower defense and puzzle kind of games does have some very interesting spins on it that make it different and might make it worth looking at since I don't know exactly how much that sort of free-to-play energy-based system will limit you in terms of your playtime. But if you are into that kind of stuff, you might want to check it out. News this time is pretty short, getting harder for me to keep track of stuff since I don't have money to buy anything. It's like, you know, I I don't pay attention. But there are a couple of things to note. Borderlands 2, the pre-sequel, is now out for all the platforms. So whatever platform of choice you have, you might want to check that out if you are into it. I don't have money to check it out, so I don't really have any plans to pick it up. So you will not hear any reviews from me. Unless somebody happens to give it to me as a gift. Legend of Grimrock 2 is now out. Way back in the day, I believe I talked about Legend of Grimrock. Sort of an old school, dungeon crawling, grid based kind of game. Which was very cool. I knew a second one was on the way. I think it's pretty cheap. I think it's only like 20 or 30 bucks. But again, you know, that's something I hadn't planned on purchasing. So I will not be reviewing it. Unless somebody gives it to me as a gift. But if you liked the first one, I did check out a few reviews and they said there were some improvements and there were some cool new features. So it seemed to be sort of a general consensus that if you enjoyed the first one, you should definitely pick up the second one. So I will go with that recommendation and say if you liked the first one, check out the second one. But I don't expect to be reviewing it myself. Uh, Certainly not anytime soon. And that's it for the news.
So that's it for this short Rabbit's Ramblings. No Pirates Treasure or Patreons. Very sad. I've been pretty sick lately. You can probably tell I'm congested. I've been coughing and sneezing quite a bit and my throat's pretty messed up. So I'll probably close this out pretty quickly. Not really much to say anyways. Still playing Destiny when I can. A little bit more on the free play side from the food store than the pay for it where I can group side. I did group with my friends at the food store for a little bit and we got through a strike okay. So that's good news. There was, you know, some lag and a little bit of rubber banding a few times, but it was playable. Another time I tried to play, I did disconnect before I'd even gotten through the waiting queue, so that was bad. So I might be able to play, or maybe not, depending on the day, I guess. But that's good news that it is a possible option, because very soon I will have no money to go to the internet cafe, and playing for free from the food store will be my only choice. But I still love it very much. It's very cool. I don't get to play nearly as much as I'd like. And there's an expansion coming out in a few months. So looking forward to that. I guess Halloween will come up before the next podcast. So hopefully everybody will have a cool Halloween time. And be safe. I don't know if I'll do a special Halloween show or not. I don't know what to say. But if I do, uh, don't be surprised if it comes out early on Halloween instead of on the Saturday after. Might do it early. Don't know. Don't know what to do for it. But if I don't, then I'll see everybody in a week, hopefully. And I guess that's it for this time. Okay, thanks, bye. Secret song. I love you all night long. I can't stand to see you go. Secret song. I love you so. Wait. Good enough. Holy nightmare! You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.